0: Hi, Sean. Hi, Jennifer. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm okay.
1: Guess what I'm doing? What are
0: you doing?
1: I'm giving you the numbers. Oh, 11.1. Okay, see? Now we're going to stay on time. Because, yeah. Because I'm not doing that anymore. No,
0: we're on track. 11.1. No,
1: no Sean is smarter than me. and I admit Some days. It. I mean, no. It's, it's most days. So well, yeah, but... <laughs> you don't have to tell everybody. I didn't. I just told these guys. Oh. That's all. That's all. Just That's it. Me. Just the whole
2: world.
0: Anyway, would you like to introduce our guest? Yes, we have a guest. Her name is Jennifer. Jennifer, hello, welcome.
2: Hello, glad to be here.
0: Thank you. Can you tell
2: us a little bit about yourself? So, my name is Jennifer Vanderveen, and I am an elder law attorney with THK Law, downtown South Bend. We have a lawyer in the house, dun-dun-dun, lawyer in the house,
1: And just for preface, we are not giving any legal advice today.
2: Correct. I, I can't get into specifics because, you know, then people sue me.
1: What? Uh, yeah, we don't want that. No, don't I mean, that. granted, you don't have to hire a lawyer if somebody sues you. Dude,
0: I, Anyways, I, I look, we're here I, for general, general information.
2: <laughs> anybody can sue anybody over anything. It's just whether it goes anywhere. I mean, you can file anything you want in court. They'll just throw it out, but you have to go through the process. You should
1: not have told me that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs>
0: I gonna get sued?
1: No, not you. Okay, honestly, I have nobody to sue, everybody loves me. <laughs> well,
0: I don't know about that. Uh, I am a delight, ma'am.
1: <laughs> so, we are here for general information, correct? And Sean rolled and, her eyes at least three
0: times in the past two seconds, at so. least, <laughs> and we're here to find out what some common. Reasons somebody might actually contact you, Jennifer.
2: So most of the time I am working with families who are caring for um, either an aging or disabled loved one, and usually they've hit some sort of snag. Either they have found out they don't have the authority to write checks or talk to an insurance company or get information on stock. Or they've got a situation where, you know, mom's trying to check herself out of the hospital and they find out that nobody... She has every right. She has every right to do that. Right. Um, One of my first uh, phone calls with most clients will start something like this. I have power of attorney over mom. And I say, we're going to stop right there. (laughs) Because you don't have power of attorney over mom. You are an attorney, in fact, for... Mom. So, is that, so just, just so I clarify that, does that mean that mom
1: has say in what happens? Like there's no absolute power over somebody if you have power of attorney.
2: Absolutely. In fact, mom has absolute say over what happens. And you are supposed to be acting at mom's direction to the extent she can give it to you. And if right. she can't give it to you, then you can make a decision based on what you believe is her wishes.
1: Right, so you can't just say, oh, I have power of attorney, mom's bugging me at home, she's no longer safe, I'm putting in her home. You can't do that. Absolutely not. You can't not. do that? You can't no. do that. What? Mom has to agree. Yes. It's called having rights. Mm-hmm. I mean, sometimes they get in the way, let's, let's be real, but they are, they do exist.
2: They, they exist. exist. And the only way to completely take away someone's rights is if you get a guardianship. And that's hard. It It's hard. Um... And you know we're really starting to move away from a lot of guardianships and trying to find other ways of accomplishing the same result. Because what most people don't realize is guardianship really does take away all of a person's rights. Someone under guardianship can't vote. Free Brittany? Oh wait, she's free. Never mind. She's free. If no, she's free, she's free. She's free. Um. There, there was some testimony from a young man here in, who's here in northern Indiana who was married with kids, and his parents had to give him money, and he didn't have the legal right to buy a pack of gum because he was under guardianship.
1: Oh, wow. So how
2: can we get away from that, like you said earlier? So it's, it's using powers of attorney. It's using trusts. Um, it's using things like supported decision-making agreements where everybody agrees that mom or your disabled child can make certain decisions for themselves, but some they need help with. It's really become a really big issue since Britney, um, mm-hmm. or that fabulous Netflix movie, I Care Too Much, if you haven't seen it. Fabulous movie about guardianships.
1: Oh, yeah, I think I have that. I, I think I know.
2: Yeah, it, it was scary. But, you know, so we try to avoid it. But getting a good valid power of attorney that you understand and know how to use is really the key. That is, it is the key. I
1: think that why, why would you need a power of attorney? Number one, what know the person's a, a, What they want, right? Because some people, something you'd be surprised how many of your parents or your caregivers have a POA tucked away from somewhere with actual like this expires on this or this goes into effect on this, you know. So it's actually might be written down, but if you don't have that written down or you don't know your parents' stuff, you can't say I'm going to take absolute power,
2: right?
0: Exactly, and I agree with that. And there are a lot of people that don't have those wishes written down that haven't had those conversations with their kids
2: and you know, what, what do you do? Well, the first thing to know is just because someone is aging, just because someone has a diagnosis of dementia doesn't mean they can't still make choices and put their wishes down. Right. Don't automatically assume that you can't get a power of attorney just because mom was diagnosed with Alzheimer's yesterday. But, okay, just just this, put this down here. her. If they
1: got a diagnosis of dementia yesterday, they can go and write down their wishes, and you can start that process because they just got diagnosed. So they might still have the cognitive ability to say, this is what I want to happen. I want to go start looking at memory cares now so I know which one I'm going into.
2: Right. Even if they're a little ways down the road, Um, You know, capacity or the ability to sign a document like a power of attorney is not a black and white issue. There is a whole lot of gray in the middle and it can vary by time of day. You know, I've had clients that we want to make sure that we're talking to them first thing in the morning or we want to make sure we talk to them right after lunch. You know, you want to make sure you get them on a good day.
1: Yeah. Sometimes is
2: real. Sundowners is real, and it can be, you know, Monday they're fine, Tuesday they're having a bad day, Wednesday they're fine again. So, you know, you really do need to sometimes catch them when they have the ability to do it. Right, right. And
1: it's just like we had somebody in here before that said you need to have those conversations early,
2: early, early because you don't know what they want. My poor 19 year old has been able since the age of about six to tell you that if I can't recognize him or his dad, Enjoy a book, a glass of wine, or communicate, you, you're supposed to let me go. Because I've seen too many cases where families don't have that discussion. It's not fun. Um, there are some tools that w- can make it fun, not fun, but easier. Right. Um, and, you know, that can really help, but you have to be comfortable having that discussion. I have a new
1: game in mind, a board game. What is your life choices? <laughs> Oh, I have one called go Wish. That would be amazing. It's like, let's just sit down and play a game and everybody discuss what they want their end times to be like. It, it,
2: <laughs> I think you're joking, but there is seriously, it's called go Wish. It's a deck of cards that you use to put your priorities out on the table, literally. Um, it, what I like about it is, like, I would do it with my wishes and how I prioritize things. Take a picture of it and then give it to the person who's going to make decisions for me, and have them put the cards out the way they think I want. Can we buy this on Amazon? I don't know if it's on Amazon. It's on the internet. Go wish. Go wish. I'm gonna use the Google
1: right now. Do, and yes. I will okay, guys, we're gonna find out where we're gonna get. You can get those because that could be a really, really handy tool to sit down with your loved one and discuss these
2: things. I am what I'm here for it. The other thing people don't discuss is finances oh please I can't the even. people that come in and like don't know where the bank accounts are don't know where the checkbook is um, don't even know where they bank half the time right I mean I recently had to go to a family friend's house who had died unexpectedly and like find her car keys find her garage door opener find out where her credit cards were mm-hmm which meant you know digging through my childhood babysitter's underwear drawer
1: oh to try to
2: find stuff Yeah. You know- Sometimes we're put in these situations,
1: we don't want to be in it, you know, but we will because we love those people. However, don't do this. No. Don't do this. And you
2: don't have to make a detailed, itemized, organized list of everything you own. It's hitting the key points, telling people where to find stuff. Right. Um, You know, and just really thinking ahead. Really, it's
1: a big manila envelope in the kitchen drawer that says, in case of death. And you, look, nobody wants to face their own mortality. Nobody. But it's going to happen. And I'd rather have what I want done versus right. what my daughter
2: wants done. Because I don't want to sit on her shelf. <laughs> and, and if you don't know where to start, um, our friend Amazon has books such as In Case You Get Hit By A Bus, I'm Dead Now What? Um, these are all actual books on Amazon that are little organizers that you can go just grab the book and start filling things in. I'm dead now. What? I'm dead now. What? I need to get some of these books. Did you find the cards? I did.
0: Woohoo! Um, so if you just Google "Go Wish Cards," um, it's will take you to a website called Coda Alliance, and it says "Order Your Go Wish Cards." Easy as that. Okay, so
1: we will be owning those. Yes, soon. we will. My father will be playing. I mean, I'm pretty, i pretty. I pretty much know. Let's not. Let's be real, but it would still be fun to play. <laughs> it, it,
2: well, and it's it's good just to, you know, every now and then have that discussion again. Mhm. Well, I think
0: I'm going to uh speed deliver these to myself overnight them. Yeah, how much are they? Well, $44. That's not Oh, wait, bad. that's for four decks.
2: I was like, oh, that's for, that's for multiple decks. Two
0: two decks with instructions is $26.
1: So, is this can it be played multiple times, or is it just a one-time dealio? Right? Like, what? I'm no, curious. No their
2: their thought in their in their marketing is uh-huh. that you get two decks. I would do a deck, and then my healthcare representative would be doing a deck at the same time. Oh, I married Dutch, so I have been trained in the art of sharing frugal. Oh
0: God, I like I married I'm Polish. Oh, Let no. me tell you. <laughs> I'm Dutch. I know. I know the language she's talking.
2: So, you know what I what I did. I ordered four decks, but we have been, you know, I've been giving them out to clients, and really, I've had clients take them, use them, and then bring them back. I really think that this is an excellent,
1: excellent way to open up the conversation. I think I love having our guests here,
0: Sean, because we learn so much. Well, you've said it many times before. You're doing this. Because of personal reasons, yeah, I take care of my dad.
1: You're, uh, our listeners listen to that. Well, I don't take, I don't take care of them. My parents are wonderful snowbirds, but they live with me, and so we started the podcast because I want to know all the things because For I,
0: when the time comes, yeah,
1: because the time will come, right? You know,
2: so um, I think that this is a great way to open up conversations. It is, and you know, once you get the conversation open, then you can talk about do you have the documents in place where are they? And did you have them done by a professional? So well, number
1: 1, what are the documents we're talking about? Number 2, what do you mean professional? And number 3, there's a lot of downloadable stuff on the internet. Oh, she just she just shook her head. <laughs> I think she cringed. Did you see that cringe? That was epic. Okay. That was better than the ones I usually do.
2: Yeah. So I'm going to get up on the soapbox a little bit here. Um, I say there's five documents everyone needs. Okay. You need a financial power of attorney, mm-hmm. which you need to name backups. So not just one person. Name bus, some Bus hitting. Yep. Yeah. You need a healthcare directive, healthcare power of attorney, healthcare consent. Everyone calls it something different. Okay, but it's all the same thing. It's all the same thing. Healthcare directive. Naming yeah. someone to make healthcare decisions for you. Then you need a last will and testament, and that will say not just where all your stuff goes, but the most important decision, who's in charge of making sure all the bills get paid and everything gets done before all the stuff gets divided up. Then, oh, sorry.
1: I I know that we were talking about documents, so this is also a question that we often get, or I don't know if Sean does, but I know I have a couple of times. Do you still have to pay the bills after they're gone? (laughs) It
2: depends. My favorite <laughs> answer of all time. It depends. Okay, we can move on. It's yeah. fine. <laughs> Most of the time, but not all the time. Um, the last two documents that everyone needs, we've already sort of talked about. You need an emergency list. You need a list of if I collapse on your floor right now. Please don't. I won't. But, Thank you. you know. I know CPR. Who do you call? Who does my husband need to call? Where does he find any documents he needs? Um, where does he find the debit card and the checkbook? Things like that. Then you need your instruction list. Now, this is the this is the bigger, longer range picture. This is the, do you want to die at home with Enya playing in the background? Um, or <laughs> things like, you know, where do you keep your jewelry? Where do you keep, you know, my mother and... She'll never hear this, so I can say this. Um, <laughs> she took to hiding her jewelry when they'd go on vacation. And at one point, one of my sisters found my mother's entire jewelry collection in a tampon box in the bathroom. Oh. And none of us knew that's where she was putting it. And let's just say not the best place.
0: No, no, no. I mean, a safe, maybe. Um, I probably would have thrown out the box of
2: tampons. Right? Well. Actually, my sister looked in the box and she thought, weighty. why does mom, you know. Why does mom have mom, right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, ma'am. You don't need those anymore. <laughs> so, you know, it's it's making sure that you've got the information written down. Who do you call? Like, friends? Your poker buddies? You know, how, how do I know how to get in touch with your golf league to tell them you're not coming? You know, it. so those are the five things. It's the basics.
1: Those Those are basics, but they are so impactful. Because, you know, I didn't even think about a call list. Like, I didn't even think about that. Like, I don't have... My father's one of nine kids. I don't have all of their numbers. Do I make a Facebook post? That's kind of gosh.
0: That's Yeah, that's... (laughs) I don't. That can be a little rough. That would be bad. I don't think your dad would like that. I don't think so either. I know either. He'll, he would be gone in this situation. He would haunt me. Let's but he however. would be you. He would right. haunt me. He would come in. My, oh, no. Yeah. I, no.
1: No, 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 not a good idea. But I'm just saying that the emergency list, I didn't even
2: think that that would be something to think yep. about. Okay, so I have to get to the internet question. <laughs> okay. Which is, it's your last two questions rolled into one. Why do you need a professional... Why can't you just print them off of the Google? So at one point I had someone ask me at a presentation, well, Susie Orman sells a package. Can I just get Susie's package and do the documents? And this is where, you know, my grandma always said, yes, you can, but should you? Right. Right. Um, Because when your son or daughter takes the power of attorney, the probably completely valid power of attorney, to name a large obnoxious bank, And large obnoxious bank tells them, oh, it's not valid because there's not a closed parenthesis in line two. Susie Orman ain't going to get on the phone and explain to your kids what to do. So it has to be almost perfectly worded. Well, there are certain... Here's the thing. When you take a power of attorney anywhere, sometimes you're dealing with a person who's never seen one before. And so they're just calling someone in another state and describing generally what they've got in front of them. Yeah. And so it's it's a matter of having someone backing you up. And that's what we are. We're the backup. We're the team that says, nope, this is perfectly valid, completely legal. Just take it. So if the bank, you go to big name bank, little person, in the
1: teller goes, I have a power of attorney in front of me. That that big person can call you and go, what is this? And you can verify that is actually a right and so document.
2: Yes. And even better, if the kids have told me that something is up and they're using the document, I can, you know, pre-certify and sign a little thing on the back of the power of attorney saying, yep, it's valid. So it's having the team in place. Because if something happens to a loved one, there's a lot of stuff that has to be done. And most people have never been through this before? And you want Jennifer on your side. Just
0: having her here for five minutes, I want Jennifer on my side. And I've like got a mental list and I'm thinking, oh, i got to listen to this before I go up to my mom's next Yeah, Yeah, I'll send it to you.
2: Thanks. Yeah, because it won't be released. I know. I'm sorry. (laughs) But, you know, it is. It's really having the people you know you trust who, who go through this every day to be able to say, okay, first thing you have to do And I'm just going to say this because it's on one of my lovely little handouts. First thing to do when a parent dies, breathe. Yeah. Yeah. That's. And then you need to grieve. Your first call should not be to the lawyer. Most people, I mean, I I do have people that like call me from the hospital. Mom just died. What do we do? Breathe. Call your family members. Have a funeral. And then deal with the rest of it. And then deal with the rest of it.
1: I'm going to start giving that advice because we get the same questions. Like, what do we do now? You know, usually I say, let's call a funeral home and, you know, get. Well, you do have to do that. You know, but I mean, but I'm not, I'm just saying that. Just saying, breathe, breathe. take a minute. Your, your parent just passed away. Let's, let's take that because shoving that aside, because I mean, grief counseling is a whole never, another bag that one day we'll have in here, but you, you just lost a parent. Take that in. Before you think of the bills that need to be, the house that needs to be cleaned out and sold, the, the car that needs to be handled. Like, it's a whole lot. Wouldn't well, that all be stated in the
2: will? No. No. Well, and, you know, you always have the, oh, the, the one person in your family that is the person who has to be doing something. I wouldn't know who that is at all. <laughs> you know, you can't say just sit and breathe. Yeah. They, they need something to do to feel productive. Well, give them the call list say here, here's all of dad's golf buddies, get on the phone, you know, give them something to do that isn't dealing with something major, like cleaning out the house, dealing with the car. Because what the will probably says is, you know, I want my daughter, Jennifer, to administer my estate and divide it equally between my children. (laughs) <laughs> oh,
0: not me, not me, not it, not it. Not- that's yeah, kind of sorry. that's kind of what I said too. I said not it,
2: not it, not it.
0: <laughs> I mean, I'm thankful. I'm one of two, two children. Yeah, you're one of a few more than that. I'm.
1: One of six. I'm the oldest of four. Yeah, I am the second oldest and the the oldest girl. So. I mean, it's just a role that I – it's one of the roles in my life, and I love it. I love being who I am in my family, and I wouldn't trade it for the world. You know, I, I got the blessing of having my parents. I know that I joke a lot that, you know, oh, I have my parents, but it's a blessing to me. It's a blessing that they chose me. So – but I also know that I'm going to need something to do when they're when they're gone. I.
2: <laughs> so what we're going to do – It's in their booklet with all their documents. We're going to put a crossword puzzle book.
0: (laughs) That's a great idea.
2: Um, But, you know, I tell people you want to look for the peacemaker. Because anytime you have more than two kids, there's usually one of them that kind of gets along with everybody, tries to make sure everybody's happy. That's the person you want administering your estate. It doesn't matter if they can balance a checkbook. We can help them do that. Right. Right. And I know, you know, uh, when you
1: have to choose amongst multiple children, being one of multiple children, it's okay for you to ask, number one, your parents, can you just share with me who that is so I know, or talk to your siblings about who... Maybe you guys could approach your parents and go, we think that this should be the one. And that's okay. And if it's not even one of their children, you guys have to accept that too because they might not want to put all of that on you guys. Right. And they hire a lawyer to do it or they hire a friend of the family or an auntie, uncle, whatever, to do that so that you guys don't have that. Because it can cause animosity. It It can can. cause some just, you know, just... weird stuff going on
2: yeah and people fight over the weirdest things
1: it, but so sometimes you have to accept that your parents might not choose you but it should never
2: be a surprise that's yeah that's pretty much what i'm and, and that's that that is hard for parents to do they don't want to necessarily share everything but you know everybody should know that when x happens this person is in charge you know this person's on the healthcare power of attorney this person's on the will because if it's a surprise, even if they would have accepted it normally, yeah. some people's reaction is going to be, oh no, that's not acceptable.
0: But well, if it's a surprise, how are they going to know what you want? Right. I was I, just going to say, if it's a surprise, there's been no discussion.
2: Exactly. <laughs> you know, and I get, the, I get the families calling my office. We don't know who's in charge. You know, I, I'm the one who has to tell them, well, here's who's in charge. And, oh, that's got to be fun discussions, you know. That, that, he, that's my job. My yeah. job is to have the not fun discussions.
1: Yeah, we understand that yeah. on, on levels. Mm-hmm. Not Probably not levels that you do, but we have some tough conversations, you know. Like, sometimes when, you know, we have children who just want to be way more involved with mom and dad, and we're like, can you just give them a moment to learn how to be in an assisted living? Just yes. give them Give them some time. Let them adjust. You visit. Absolutely visit. But don't, you know, like constantly <laughs> be here.
0: <laughs> don't be a helicopter child. Right. Oh, new phrase. <laughs> I've been called a helicopter mom because of my, how I act over my dogs. But yeah, a helicopter child, I can probably see that I'd have that to title I, as well. I,
1: yes. Yes. And that's okay. It's okay because that that does mean you care. And it does mean that you're just trying to be protective. There's nothing wrong with it. But if you are that person, you just have to learn how to step
2: back and let them experience for themselves. Well, and one of the things usually when someone is making that transition from being at home to an assisted living or or another facility, it's also the time that you as the child are transitioning Mm -hmm. from being the caregiver. To being able to go back to being the child and the family member.
1: Yes. Oh my gosh, we have gone 25 minutes. I told you I talk. Well, no, this has been <laughs> such a good conversation. Yes. But we do want to keep it below, you know, 30 minutes because of we want this to be small snippets for our listeners. Hey, Lisa, I'm still listening. I hope you're still listening. She's the one who gave us our review. I know. I like her. Oh, we like Lisa. Yeah, we do. So That was a good review. It was a great review. I'm like, we have a review. Hey, Lisa, just calling you out, girl. So, um, I'm going to have to delete some of this. (laughs) So we're finishing up 11.1. Yes, we are finishing up 11.1. Yes. Yes. Jennifer, any closing that you would like to add on this segment? Because we have so much more to talk about on our next one.
2: Well, I would just say to stay tuned for the next episode. And, you know, elder law attorneys can be your friend. We're here to help. I mean, listen to her. She's fun.
1: I want her on my side. She's a fighter. I know. She's strong. I like it. I like it. And you are so fun. It's not as scary that I was like, what is this going to be like? I'm a little, like... (laughs) What if she's smarter than me? <laughs> well, well, everybody's smarter than me. <laughs> we love you, though. I love you, too. <laughs> okay, everyone. G- of course, as always, if you have any questions, comments, c- critiques, or guest requests, please give us an email at caregivershenanigans at gmail.com. And again, as always... We love you! We love you! Okay, bye!